This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, life transition coach for women and the host of the Her Self-Expression podcast. Most women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Her Self-Expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help women on their journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out so they can confidently take on the world. Today, I have these questions for you. Do you ever feel afraid? Are you ever consumed by it? Does fear get in your way? My guest today is Vanessa Eccles, who is going to talk with me about how fear can deter us from life and personal goals. Vanessa enjoyed a 30-year career as a television news anchor, earning a number of awards and accolades, including three regional Emmy Awards and a first-place award from the Florida Association of Broadcast Journalists. She was also the host of an award-winning podcast called Colorblind Race Across Generations. After being diagnosed with breast cancer, Vanessa founded Compassionate Hands and Hearts Breast Cancer Outreach, which served the Central Florida community for 15 years, providing financial assistance for breast cancer patients. Most recently, after retiring from the news business, Vanessa is the author of the recently published book, We're in Heaven and I Have Some Questions. There will be mention of some things religious in this episode, so please take them in a spiritual context. If you want to feel empowered, ready to take a look at fear head-on, and are excited about your journey, listen to our conversation. Hi, Vanessa. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so good to have you here. Well, thank you. I am so excited to join you and have this powerful conversation. So, Thanks for inviting me to be on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, as you mentioned, I've just retired in late May after 30 years at WFTV in Orlando, Florida, and actually 40 years total in the news business after stations in Georgia and Tennessee as well. So it's been a you long don't look career. Old enough. You don't oh, look old enough. <laughs> well, thank you very much. But I feel it every day. I just knew that it was time to retire from the news business and open up whatever chapter two would be. And I came back to where it all started for me. And that is in Auburn, Alabama, where I grew up and lived here until I went away to college at the in-state rival school, the University of Alabama. So it really oh. is a full yes, <laughs> I know. So relatives and friends still at some stretches of the year do not talk to me about football. So I have returned home and have the joy of being around two great parents. My father is 90 and my mom is 85. So I'm able to kind of help them navigate through this season of their life. So the personal life and the professional life have kind of intertwined at this point. 
Beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about your own personal journey to empowerment? I think like so many people and women in particular, I had to overcome so many fears along the way. And looking back on it now, I'm like, boy, I should not have been such a scaredy cat in some instances. So I think as I've gotten older, I really have grown to just embrace fear, not run away from it, but to recognize it and embracing it, which is really a difficult part of the life journey. But once you reach that point, it really is free. Absolutely. I think there's two kinds of fear. I think there's the rational fear, and I think there's the irrational fear. And what we're talking today, I think, is about the rational fear, correct? Absolutely. There is a fear. I read a book many years ago called The Gift of Fear. And so sometimes it really is important to have a certain kind of fear that is this protective nature. It is the fear that keeps us from being harmed. It is a fear of me personally. I have this great fear of snakes. So for me, I'm like, (laughs) that is not a rational fear. That is a rational fear, not an (laughs) irrational fear. But yeah, so you really do have to learn to distinguish between the two. Absolutely. So how did fear impact your life? I think for me, it impacted my life, particularly in my career. I can look back now and look at some moments when I think, wow, I should have taken a chance. I should not have been, I'm always a cautious person, but sometimes I think I have been too cautious, like super, super cautious. Sometimes I was like, you know what? I should have just taken a chance to ask a question or to go after a job, especially earlier in my career when there were opportunities where I was thinking like, oh, I'm not prepared for that. I, that's, you know, too big of a reach, too big of a dream. No, it's not. Because as I look back on it now, what's the worst thing that can happen? You go for it and you don't get it. Okay. Life goes on. Do you think, do you think fear impacts women differently than men? I think so. And I'm not sure why, but I think anyone who's been in the workplace can look at moments like, he did that? I would never do that. Well, maybe you should. So I don't know. It's just something about the human nature, the female nature that makes us a bit more cautious than sometimes we need to be. And maybe it's just because we are natural to have this desire to protect, you know, family, friends, if you have children, parents, grandparents, you know, the people in your life, that may be a part of it. So how do you, how do you think fear really deters us? What does it, what does it do to our lives that makes us want to get rid of it. I think what it does is it stops us from realizing so many of our goals and it causes us to look back on life with regret. And that is such a burden that people carry, especially women, to look back on all the, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda kind of moments. So fear holds us back from being our authentic selves and it holds us back from meeting the challenges that come with life. Now, I noticed that you're a breast cancer survivor, and I'm sure fear played into that as well. How how does fear relate to your journey through breast cancer? I think that journey is what caused me to finally learn to embrace fear and learn how to deal with it. I don't care who you are. When you hear the words, you have cancer, that is a very frightening moment. And so, like everyone yes. else, I have this, this brief moment of, oh, this is cancer. This could kill me. Am I going to die? 
But I made up right. in my mind that very moment, I'm not going to let fear rule this journey. Speaking as a person of faith, I was always the one who was encouraging family and friends when tough times came, like, God's going to bring us through this. Everything's going to be great. You need to have a positive attitude, have faith, blah, blah, blah. Well, then when this happened to me, I realized, oh, okay, these people now in my life are looking at me like, okay, she's done all this big talk. Let's see if she folds in the face of fear with this journey. And so I was just determined not to. And so my fear in that moment of hearing the words, you have cancer, probably lasted about 30 seconds. And after that, I was like, yeah, I'm not going out like this. I am going to fight this. And if I don't win this battle on this side of heaven, I'm going to go out fighting. So my focus from then on was not fear. It was what do I need to do to get through this, to reach the finish line, which was having a doctor say you're cured. Wow. So what do you think about you made you want to tackle fear head on versus giving into it? I think I just grew tired of being, I always say, you know, like a little kid, a scaredy cat. I just grew tired of <laughs> letting it hold me back. And I grew tired of looking back with regret on, you know, I could have done that. I could have been there. I could have asked that question. I could have had that opportunity if I had not been afraid. And finally, I was like, okay, quit being a scaredy cat and just do it. Right. Some of the statistics I've seen regarding women and confidence and empowerment suggests that younger women have more trouble with confidence and feeling good about themselves than we do as we get older, particularly women in their 20s and 30s. And as we get into our 40s, 50s and beyond, our confidence tends to grow. Do you think that fear plays a bigger role in younger women's lives than in yours and my life? Absolutely. Especially these days, we hear so much about social media and people want to blame social media for a lot. But I think it really has impacted younger women because they have these standards that they look at that are so many times unrealistic. Now, the people on social media usually aren't telling you about their troubles, especially younger people. They're telling you about all the great things. Oh, look, everyone, I have this great job. I met this great guy. I went on this great vacation. Look at my house. Look at my car. Look at my clothes. You know, everything is wonderful. And I think young ladies in their, you know, late teens and 20s are trying to live up to those unrealistic standards. But I think as you get older and you have more life experience, you finally reach a point where it's like, yeah, we know most most of that is fake or much of it is fake. And we also have this attitude of, I don't care what people think. And right. I think when you reach that, that is a level of success. How do you think, how do you think we reach that? Is it just time? What, what is it that makes us get to that point? I think it is. It's all of that. It's just life experience. It's time. It's being able to look back and boy, I got so worked up over, you know, yeah. filling the blank when I was 20 or 30. And now you look back and like, ah, that was such wasted energy. I'm just going to live my life now and do the things that I want to do, not be afraid. And if I fail, okay, I get right back up and keep going. Yeah, I understand that. 
So I'm intrigued by the title of your book, We're in Heaven and I Have Some Questions. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And can you tell the ladies out there a little bit about it? I have been one of those who's been asking questions since I could speak. And, you know, (laughs) I always, whatever, I always had questions. I think that's how I ended up in the news business because I was a curious child and a curious teenager and a curious young adult. So I've always been asking questions. But it really started as I just learned more in my walk of faith and think about all these things that we learn when we grow up in structured religion and church. And I always had a lot of questions and a lot of times no one could answer them. (laughs) And when I thought about, I was like, okay, somebody needs to be answering my questions because I have a lot of them. When I thought about some of the questions I have, I just started writing. And as I wrote, it just became this book. And I think humor is what's missing in so much of our lives. So I wrote this book, but I was like, I don't want this to be like some heavy religious book. I wanted it to be funny. And it is. So the book is about the premise of we get to heaven and we get to meet people that we've read about in the Bible and some of the hilarious questions that we would have for them. And so it's a humorous take, but also at the end, I saw a profile, 40 characters from the Bible, but at the end, there are scripture references so that people can go back to the Bible and read the full actual story. (laughs) And then there are pages for you to journal your thoughts. So questions that you might have, or just anything that you think about when you are reading the book. And so one example is I mentioned my fear of snakes and Everyone who knows me, the people who watched me on television, they all know that whenever we would do a story about snakes, I would look away and people would tease me about it. So when I wrote the chapter with Noah, at the end of that, my final question to him was, when God said animals two by two, do you really think he meant snakes as well? <laughs> so so it's, so it's stories like that. And much of them have, you know, a, I tell you, a modern take. There's one where I talk about someone sending Jesus a message. I said, he knew what was going on. Somebody sent him a text message or something was on social media. So it really is just a humorous look at real stories from the Bible, but just to get people to laugh. Yes, absolutely. Now, do you give answers to the questions in your book? In fact, no. And people have always said to me, that needs to be your second book. <laughs> so I'm like, let me just get through my questions, first of all. So that's that's the book. And people say, what is it? I'm going to say it's a combination, a Bible study book, Sunday school book, journal, and daily devotional. And so most of the time people are like, how can it be all of that? But when you read it, you'll see what I mean. Okay. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about your journey. We've talked a little bit about fear. How do these impact a woman out there for a journey from self-expression to self-confidence and self-empowerment? And how does it, how does fear impact her success? I think it's what we've talked about, looking back on challenges and opportunities with regret, so much regret over missed opportunities. And I think you really have to You know, you have regret. That's just a natural response. But then I think it's like, okay, what do I do now? And I always tell people it is not too late. No, I wrote this book now. I am 61 years old. And so I wrote this book and people are like, that's kind of old for a young author. I'm like, well, no, it's not. 
There's somebody out there who probably wrote a book when they're 80 or 90, right when you're 100. It is, as long as you are living and breathing and can function and think for yourself, it's not too late for any of those goals. If we talk about irrational fear, one of the things that, that I've always used is that irrational fear stands for false evidence appearing real. And I think of things like, I'm afraid I'm not going to measure up. I'm afraid I'm not good enough. I'm afraid um, that so-and-so is prettier than me or has this over me. What advice do you have for that irrational fear? I think it's just a matter of making up your mind and just doing it. Speaking up, going after that opportunity and realizing what is the worst thing that can happen. It's like we have this fear of, oh, I'm not prepared for that job. No, you might work in a company where there's an opening for vice president of the company. And you're thinking, right. oh, I would love that job. I know I'm qualified, but they probably aren't going to pick me. Maybe I can't do the job. What's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is you prepare, you apply for the job, you blow them away in the interview, and you don't get the job. Okay, what have you lost? Not really anything where you think about it because you got the experience, you prepared, you knew you were qualified, but most of all, you succeeded in taking that step of applying for the job, going for it. So the worst thing that happened is you didn't get the job. Well, if you didn't apply for it, you would not have prepared. You would not have been able to take that leap. And then the next time it's like, oh, I can do this because I've done this before. So I think it is just, you just have to make up in your mind, recognize I have these fears. Don't try to say like, oh, I'm not afraid. Admit it. Admit it to yourself. I'm scared, but I'm going to do this even though I'm scared. Absolutely. I think knowing other people have walked through similar fears and come out the other side okay can help because I think a lot of time when I'm feeling an irrational fear, I think I'm the only one that's ever felt that. And I feel very alone. And if I listen to other women, what I find is that so many women do. And one of the tools that I've used is affirmations when I'm afraid of something about myself to talk to myself in a more positive way than I usually Mm. do. Because sometimes I find I talk to myself in a negative way. And if I talk to myself in a positive way, that helps me get through the fear in addition to my faith. Absolutely. And I think it also helps if you have a circle of friends who will discuss their fears as well, that you can authentically say, okay, here's what's happening. And I'm really afraid of, you know, fill in the blank. If you have friends who will say, well, you know what? I faced something similar, maybe not that exact same thing, but something similar. I was quaking in my boots, but here's what happened. And so I think when we can openly and honestly have, and it's a tough conversation because we want to appear strong and we have it all together, but sometimes we need to have people in our lives with whom we can be really vulnerable and talk about that. Yes, I think one of the, the things we see in the workplace is sometimes women are afraid to speak up because they think. No one's going to listen to my suggestion. And there's all these scenarios of you stay silent and then the man in the room speaks up and it's like, oh, I should have said something. Or you speak up and your ideas are kind of like, eh, the man speaks up and says virtually the same thing. And all of a sudden they embrace his idea and you just sit there. 
maybe that's the time for you to say, that's a really good idea. That's what I just said. And I had personal experiences with that a lot of times in uh, newsrooms where I worked. And we'd be discussing, you know, story ideas or editorial content. And I would ask a question and then the man in the room would just go off and talk about something. And I'd let him talk. And I'm thinking a particular instance where this happened. Let him talk. And he must have talked for what felt like an hour. I'm sure it was only five minutes, but it felt like an hour. And at the end of that, I looked at him and I said, that wasn't my question. And the room was Ooh. silent. And from then on, whenever I had to say something, he was the first person to speak up to say, okay, Vanessa, what do you think? Wow. So it's, it's often not, you know, you don't have to be the raving lunatic, you know, speaking loudly and all that. It was just simply, I simply looked him in the eye and I said, that was not my question. And wow. so sometimes that is very effective. And he, he responded positively. That's, that's because he knew, he a, knew I wasn't afraid of him or afraid to speak up, and he respected that. So sometimes I think people can take advantage of our fear. They see it, and they bowl over us. Yeah, Absolutely. Wow. It is the whole, wow. you know, what is it? Sharks can sit blood in the water. That's exactly yes. what it is. People do take advantage of our fear. Wow. So as we think back over what we've talked about today, what three actionable steps would you give women to help them conquer fear? I think the first one would be to recognize your fear and embrace okay. it. You don't have to pretend that you aren't fearful. Admit it to yourself. Yes, I'm afraid. My second thing is whatever the challenge is, do it. Even though you're afraid and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, I'm going to do this. I am shaking in my boots, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I think the third thing is don't be afraid to fail. People yes. have this whole thing of failure of like, I failed at this, therefore I am a failure. No, you perhaps, I don't even like to call it you failed at this, but let's just use that for the sake of argument. You failed at right. this. That doesn't mean that you are a failure. This simply means right. that whatever you went after didn't work out the way that you wanted it to, or you didn't perform the way that you wanted it to, but you learn from that. So learn something from your failure, and that's what will help you move forward. I heard, I saw a quote recently that said Picasso, the artist, painted 500,000 pieces that didn't sell. And only sold 100 pieces that became famous. And to me, that suggests, again, just like you said, that we can have missteps. We can have things we have mistakes about. We can have things that fail. But we ourselves are not a failure. We ourselves are a success. And I think that's just beautiful advice. I don't think anybody would call Picasso a failure. So exactly. there's example number one. Yeah, exactly. Definitely a success. So I have one question that I like to ask all my guests to wrap things up. And that is, what does self-expression mean to you? For me, it just means being my true, authentic, genuine self. And as long as I'm doing that, it really doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. <laughs> because I am living... Yeah my life for me. 
as long as I'm not harming other people. Exactly. And I think that's a perfect example of you walk through your fear to be your authentic self. That's beautiful. Well, Vanessa, how can our listeners find you? I am all over social media. So you can find you can find the book. I'll talk about that at first at Amazon.com and the publishing company is Archway Publishing. So that's where you can find the book. And just search my name for social media because I am on Instagram as Vanessa Eccles and also on Twitter as the Vanessa Eccles, I think, or the VE, but just search for my name. <laughs> and okay. You can find me. And also on Facebook as well. So Vanessa Eccles Writer on Facebook. Wonderful. Vanessa, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you. I've enjoyed our conversation. And for everyone listening, just embrace the fear and whatever it is, do it through the fear, in spite of the fear. Absolutely. So to get to where Vanessa describes, we need to embrace that fear and use our strength, courage, and positivity. I believe that we need both outside and inside strength to come together to make our empowerment journey complete. Thank you for being with Vanessa and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see the direct connection between walking through fear and empowerment. I love connecting you with women that can provide actionable steps for you to take. To gain support for your journey, you can join me at the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood Group, where you can find the knowledge, support, and insight to help you on this journey. Please help me by spreading the word. And you can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe and share it with your friends so we can help other women. I'm on a mission to help 100,000 women on their journey to empowerment. The more you express yourself, the better you feel. Remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. I'm here to help. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.